Happy Wednesday. It's September 22nd, and you're listening to The Pour Over. Thanks for joining us. Here's the quote of the day. Jesus did not come into the world to make bad men good. He came into the world to make dead men live. Leonard Ravenhill. A Texas doctor performed an abortion in defiance of Texas's new heartbeat abortion ban, saying in a Washington Post op-ed that he believed the law is unconstitutional. Two lawsuits have been filed so far. One, by a self-proclaimed, disbarred, and disgraced former lawyer from Arkansas who says he's just doing it for the money. Private citizens can collect $10,000, and he's asking for $100,000. Can't hurt to aim high. And two, by a pro-choice man and organization in Chicago seeking to invalidate the law in the courts. While those lawsuits wind their way through the courts, a 2018 Mississippi law banning abortion around 15 weeks will be heard by the Supreme Court on December 1st. It's the first time the high court will hear a direct challenge to Roe v. Wade. We are called to love everyone always. That means loving and caring for the unborn, single mothers, couples who have recently received abortions, and people who passionately disagree with you on this topic. Luke 6.35 says, But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great. After a few weeks of mild stumbles, the stock market officially tripped and fell on Monday. The S&P 500 dropped 1.7%, its worst day since May, and closed flat yesterday after making a shaky recovery attempt. Why the bad news? Well, China has a real estate problem, and the whole world is starting to feel it. Real estate giant Evergrande is $300 billion in debt and is so strapped for cash that they asked their employees for short-term loans earlier this year. The reverse paycheck plan hasn't worked, and they're expected to begin defaulting on payments tomorrow. Investors are spooked, thinking it could lead to a global economic crisis similar to when the Lehman Brothers collapsed in 2008. It's unclear if the Chinese government is going to bail them out or let them fall as a warning to others. There's also a standoff in D.C. with huge economic implications. Unless the national debt ceiling is raised by the end of the month, the U.S. will default on its loans for the first time ever. Everyone agrees that this is both bad and avoidable, but it may happen anyway. Democrats want Republicans to vote yes on raising the ceiling, saying the national debt, which grew by $8 trillion under President Trump, is partially their problem. Before Republicans agree to help raise the debt ceiling, they want Democrats to commit to rein in their spending proposals, citing Democrats' irresponsible plans to implement multi-trillion dollar spending bills. As of now, raising the limit would require the support of at least 10 Republican senators. Other theories in the market's bad day include that it's just trying something new. The S&P has already hit all-time highs more than 50 times this year and may simply be losing steam. Or maybe investor pessimism over COVID numbers is contributing. Or maybe it's partially an emotional reaction to news that Sears is closing their last store in its home state of Illinois. Our hope is never contingent on an economic outcome. It's much more secure than that. Regardless of whether things get worse or better during your lifetime, everything eventually ends well for followers of Christ. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Philippians 4.6 In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. You cast your vote there, eh? Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau called for an early election in an attempt for his party, the Liberal Party of Canada, to gain a majority in Parliament. The results are in, and very little has changed. The Liberals won the election, but fell short of acquiring a majority. 
New government, old policies. The mayor of Kabul, Afghanistan has ordered all women who can be replaced by men to stay home from work. The Taliban has also excluded girls from returning to secondary schools and will enforce its interpretation of Sharia law, including restrictive rules for women. Pfizer said that its vaccine is safe and effective for kids ages 5 to 11 and will apply for emergency use authorization for the demographic before the end of the month. Kids now account for 20% of new cases and a growing number of hospitalizations, but still very few deaths. The U.S. is reopening its borders to fully vaccinated international visitors in early November, a big win for airlines, Disney resorts, and people who love crowds at the Grand Canyon. In August and early September, flight bookings rapidly declined amid surging COVID cases, with online domestic flight spending in August down 24% from July. Universal Music Group, the music firm behind Taylor Swift, The Beatles, Lady Gaga, and many other household names, debuted on Amsterdam's Euronet stock exchange yesterday, soaring 36% and causing investors to sing. UMG, now valued at over $50 billion, is Europe's largest listing of the year. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you have a great day and we'll see you back here on Friday.